This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How how good was the defense, Griff? Are you con- Actually, better question. Are you concerned about how many yards they gave up or, you know? Uh, it was It was definitely like, Okay, they only gave up 16 points. It was definitely a mixed game in terms of how they off the defense actually played. Um, and it should be said, though, like, oh, they had fumbles in the end zone, but then also, like, how they got into the into the red zone was you could play the if and buck game both ways. Um, so I feel like the points were actually a true reflection of how the defense played overall. Uh, but, yeah, so they had some significant issues defending – like the slide route and flat routes off of play action. Um, and that was like either the, that was the, um, like the, the edge force either overrunning, um, or it was, even if that guy was the, the flat, the flat defender, the edge guy, because remember when they were bare, which they were, especially in the first quarter, um, it's one guy's dropping, one guy's rushing, but, but even still, they still have, boot responsibilities they were just overrunning it um and so they were getting uh they're getting a lot of free yardage down there they did a fine job defending the second level at play action so between the linebackers and the nailing down safeties they were fine there um so it was like flat issues and then screens again although they they only gave up 5.8 yards per play against denver's i think five screens um and only three of them went for considered a success where it generates positive epa actually i don't know if the screens are that much of an issue as they felt like on broadcast because some of them happen on like third and long where they're they would gladly invite a screen right um some of them you know were definitely they got them and russ executed them well like he was you know getting the ball out like just inches over cody barton or like just squeezing it you know just inches around the alignment right so kind of squeaky stuff like that um, but then beyond that, most of the yardage they gave up was like out of structure stuff or like the the Judy play um, against Kobe Bryant. I felt like they defended Seattle's structure. I felt like defended Bronc the Denver structure more more often than not in the actual dropback game. Um, they defended the fade ball really well, even if they got flagged for a penalty on that. It was just because it was only a penalty because it was underthrown, in my opinion, on that one. Yep. But. I think that they held to the principles they were trying to. They just need to seriously clean up their issues in the flat and, of course, the run defense early on. Um, yeah, the the run defense early on, I attribute that to, like, rust and, um, yeah, mainly just rust. Like, they weren't crack-replacing as quick as they could have done. Uh, they, weren't, they weren't setting the edge as well as they could. It's just like early stuff, and and the like. Denver didn't really change what they were doing. Seattle just played, like executed better. Uh, the flat issue you're talking about was tricky because it's what we're talking about. Like their base call is tight will six, right? So that is quarters. Oh, I've I've drawn it wrong. <laughs> Hold on. It's 
literally as simple as this though. So it's quarters to the strength, which is this tight end here, and then cover two away, so a deep half, right? And yeah. so what was happening is either the, the way they managed to wind it back into the flat, they were they were causing issues by like running guys off and 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 basically it's, it comes down to them being sure of like whose job it was. But like what I found was the real issue was when they they showed run away, right? So like everyone's blocking this way. Mm-hmm. like a run weak thing and then the fullback winds back because then it's a case of the corner's been run off and then who has this flat route well it should be this defensive end but Dowell Taylor didn't do that at the start he was mm-hmm. going straight for Russell on the boot and they kind of cleaned it up a bit more so that it's just a thing of cleaning up. Like I, I don't, I don't think it's a. But it is also like Denver was intelligent. The other thing I'd say is they were very simple in their calls. I'd say they had about ten calls on the day. Yeah. They had tight rule six. They had tight saw. So this is tight rule six. So court, quarters to the strength, uh, half away. Then saw is the same front, but it's fire zone. So. Five guys going at the line of scrimmage. Then they play three deep, three under underneath it. So cover three. So, mm-hmm. And I think, not to cut you off, but I think part of the reason why they were so simple is because they they culled like a large part of their coverage menu, their call menu, because they didn't want to give a lot of single high looks to Russ. So that just meant they had to live more in their two high looks. So beyond that, there wasn't a lot of reason to. Well, yeah. Part, yeah, I, I I agree. Uh, like Denver was simple too, so they were in essence matching. Yeah, Seattle, Seattle basically had like a fire zone, a middle field open for base, and then a fire zone, two fire zones for like passing downs, and then like three middle field opens. Um, and like, so and one middle field closed, like very very simple. Uh, but but it worked. Like and and the encouraging thing is. The half quarter quarter stuff and the quarter quarter half stuff. Like we knew Russ wasn't good against that, but he wasn't good against that. Like he struggled with that. Yeah, I mean he only got production against it again with what we said. It was like under center play action stuff in the flat. Which the the reason why they were I think spending so much time in under center was because like they weren't trying to challenge anything over the middle of the field with it. So they were trying to force base personnel to isolate quarter flat defenders. They're just essentially playing cheese ball, small ball stuff in the flat. And then when it was time to go drop back, when they were in gun, like they, they got very little in structure. It was, it was all screens and scramble drill. And, and Russ did get some product. I mean, he, he did produce in, in that area, um, which is, it's, it's like very, it's it's very rust, right? Um, but uh, yeah. Um, now, a lot of one of the themes here was oh, so someone asks, what's with the four man fronts? So that's the whole part of them trying to stay, trying to stay balanced, right? So or not balanced, trying to stay aggressive. 
Um, if you want to live in a too high world, you're taking a guy out of the box. So you are trying to counteract that by playing bear to help defend the run. But then that hurts your pass rush, which if the pass rush is so bad when in bear, then that hurts your coverage. And it's like, well, what's the point here? So then you try, all right, four man front paired with too high so that we can have pass rush, but then can we defend the run well enough in it? Um, so that will be the test moving forward if they can continue to do that. I think that did benefit them because while well, the pass rush was not great or even say good, it, it still impacted, um, especially in the, in the toward the end of the game. I thought Taylor and, and well, mostly was pretty steady throughout, uh, but I thought Taylor really started to heat up. He was getting held a lot. Uh, but it, it's to give the edge rushers angles so that they can stay um, sound. Um, yeah, and we'll have to see how they do defending the run in that as they go forward. But a lot of their main issues defending the run came, ironically, when they're embarrassed, just those outside runs and the kind of losing, losing, um, you know, edge force and stuff um, and getting poor angles. Um, yeah. So just real quick, that's that's their cover, like eight, what they call. So halves to the strength. There's three guys here. So he's cover two to the strength with his nickel vertical match like they did last year. So he matches this two receiver high and inside, basically stopping him from getting to this open middle of the field. Then we've got quarters on the backside. So we've got this this guy and this guy. And why it works against Russ is Russ ain't going to throw the honey hole shot that often, especially against this kind of look. He was looking a lot of the time at the backside cover, the cover four stuff. Um, and he experienced uh, similar difficulties to what he has done against the Rams because obviously they've run this as well. So, okay, so this has to be talked about. Like you just said, he he got a couple of those looks, whether it was against a fire zone or the quarter side, right? When, when they spun to a fire zone. Yeah. And Sutton couldn't get anything down the sideline. And that was because of Tariq Woolen. Like Woolen locked him up on 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 the fade ball and the go ball. So that that's huge. I mean, that's that's like because what did we talk about in the in the preview episode? We were like, that feels like it'll be the main principle. Now they only scored the D- Denver Broncos, the Russell Wilson led Denver Broncos only scored sixteen points. And, and and Griff, Mike Mike Jackson as well, albeit from off coverage, not press, but Mike Jackson was over the top of Cortland Sutton when he got tested in the quarter. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like mm-hmm. when, so when Mike Jackson, he he stays high and inside. Russ looks at it and he's like, "Nah, I'm not, I'm not throwing that because because that's really good coverage." And and Woolen, oh my word! Like watching the tape back, you realize how often he was actually just pressed up on guys and how often he was on an island. Well, figuratively. No, not figuratively, kind of, because it is still, you still do have your quarters help here. But even when it's trips like this, a lot of the times they'll actually poach this guy here, free this linebacker just to play up in here. And then this is a pure one-on-one up here. Oh, no, not with him, with him, right? That's a pure one-on-one. And Woolen, Woolen was in those situations and was fine. Like he had the two defensive pass interference penalties. The first one's really ticky-tacky. But other than that, 
whoa, he was good. And yeah. just the athletic ceiling, like he's undercutting big roots from press quarters, like easily. Like the athletic ceiling is nuts. And and, and the technique is there and he didn't get upset like early. I'd have got upset if I give up two defense pass and defense penalties, but he just resets, comes out there, balls out, you know? There there's another one where they're running a they're running a uh, comeback on him and he's a little high on it and they get underneath him and he baseball turns and spins back to it and doesn't lose a yard of separation and like just soaks like just like magnetizes right back to the receiver and i'm just like wow that's that's crazy movement skills um you know because he i mean he didn't have a jalen ramsey three cone but he had a good three cone for his height weight speed uh and length it's just insanity um now the the one thing i think that the, as encouraging as like Tariq was and mike jackson was and i even thought coleman actually played a pretty good game playing his roles his roles in his new rule and his oh my god playing <laughs> his rules in his new role you got it oh uh, there we go i did it uh we, we saw some of like the learning curve that's going to have to undergo that can only happen with experience with like the cloud corner and the vertical hook exchanging like inbreakers and outbreakers with one another. Like that's something, well, I didn't take it for granted. I, I, uh, I yelled it from the rooftops, but that was just something that I think is easy to take for granted because Ugo Amadi and whoever the corners were last year, well, DJ Reed and then Trey Brown and then Sidney Jones when he was healthy, like they had such great chemistry and they were just not giving offenses anything with combination patterns to the cover two side and and russ on one of them he was a scramble but he it was still staying like he was still reading out the play on the scramble it wasn't like from the pocket um and then like so Tariq squeezes the inbreaker as a cloud and then sure enough the outbreaker goes over top of him and then the scramble drill pulls him even further out and then they get the the free the the free gainer um out to the uh out to the edge of the sideline but like i could just think well if that was dj reed and ugo ugo doesn't overrun number two he passes it off and then calmly falls off to the number one and then dj reed easily falls off number one and yeah. then and then kind of sails underneath that number two and there's there's mm. nothing there so as, as talented as Tariq is that's just like something they're gonna have to build up right like that's that's kind of what they sign themselves up for when they let Ugo go and they let DJ Reed go, right? Yeah, so- I, I actually do think as well, like, in terms of just the nickel conversation, like, Coleman looked, like, very much on the athletic edge. Like, I think Bryant had a tough rep where he's one-on-one. They are clever in that they target it away from where Seattle was rotating high. So, like, the, the middle field safety is not really going to be able to help uh, on, on how quick the ball came out. But like I think Bryant's athletic upside and like just being you know fresher, I think he'll get an opportunity to come back in and, and compete with Coleman because Coleman look like there's a few times where I'm like oh he's like <laughs> you know his first game of the season he's like struggling to step stay in step for step with this guy and he's a nickel right so yeah but in a lot I of mean, this stuff is it's all yeah. about like mixing up the calls enough yeah um th- th- there is one where. He played like a weird technique. I think he thought they were maybe he would look like he was buzzing, but they were too high. Maybe he thought the call was a fire zone and he was supposed to get underneath a comeback. Granted, you are playing against Russell Wilson, so a lot of perimeter throws, right? Yeah. 
so that maybe that made sense but then that was the one where judy just like okay i'll just run inward and it's turned into like a diamond slant kind of looking thing even though it wasn't a slant and then judy's screaming across the field on one of those plays in the fourth quarter oh, do you remember that one um or, or just coleman like even on the broadcast it looked like a really weird drop the the, the judy play yeah because it's a fire zone so he's the seam curl flat player yeah he's holding off the seam curl flat but like he's so slow getting like and they are trying to hold it off for a bit of disguise purposes but then also he's like way he, he then like second guesses it into like judy breaking outside um like that's what I mean by being on the athletic edge, because then he gets beat like way into the low yeah. hole where there's no one. Because I think they had to push to the other side with a fast three. Yeah. So honestly, I'm I, I, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, just just um definitely a bit open still. Even if Kobe only played one other snap than the play got yeah. beat on, I think I feel like you know they're just settling him down wish, and go again. I wish it was the reverse. I wish it was Coleman and Man just to see what his because I feel like that's just what he's more comfortable with. And Kobe seemed more promising as a nickel for his own purposes. I know, like, this is the whole, you know, topic of discussion with Ugo was that when he's out there, you know you're calling zone, right? So you don't want to become predictable. But I hope that because this was a game where they didn't really have a cover one package that they were going to dip into, next week, if they do that, I hope we see Coleman more man situations and they give Kobe more of the yeah. zone situations. Um, so. Like they just didn't, they did very little cover one this game. And when they did, they got, you know, he they got played, burned. they played cover one robber once. And I think they got away of it, but yeah, they, there's only so much, I think with any of the corners, I think there's only so much they can play really. Although Woolen's probably the most viable one-on-one dude right now. Uh, It'll this... be interesting once Artie is full go and Sydney is full go, you know, what they finally mix and match yeah. guys. I don't mm-hmm. actually think. I think I think both Woolen and Jackson have earned the right to start again. But you're right, yeah. So this is cover six. So it's literally like cover eight, but the opposite. So quarters to the strength, then cover two on the backside. Here you can see. So they go. Uh, Griffin, how how before we preview the 49ers game, just real quick, how good was the pass rush? Watching back, I felt. Uh, Nwosu was way better than I thought on the broadcast. Uh, maybe that's confirmation bias after he won NFC uh, Defensive Player of the Week, but he was so good uh, against the run and the pass. Had a better game than Taylor. Good in coverage as well. Um, really just uh, a, a very exciting first showing for him. He was helped also that he was playing on the right, which helps because they weren't afraid to let the right defensive end take an inside move because they kind of wanted to flush Wilson to the left. Now, I don't actually think that a lot was made about Pete Carroll saying we don't want, we don't mind him moving to the left. I don't think I saw as much of like flushing him to the left as I expected. More just they'd rush off uh, Wilson's right, the defensive left more often and drop Nwosu and, and let Nwosu do inside moves, whereas Taylor didn't get to do inside moves. But there wasn't like real design to do that. But anyway, yeah, Nwosu, really impressive. He was, I mean, he definitely outplayed Taylor. He had a, he was just good, all-around player. Um, and then Taylor started to come alive a little bit toward the, the final stretch, but it, he wasn't able to impact the play because, well, he did impact the play, like he flushed the quarterback out. Um, but then he was getting held, but like getting held is a good thing. It means you're impacting the game if you get called for it. But so like, you know, they didn't get called for it. And a couple of them were egregious. My only thing with the holding is like 
I, th- I think there were, I counted four or five where it was callable. You don't have to call them all, like let them play, but call one of them just so that the tackle cools their jets you a little have bit. To, yeah, you have to establish the precedent. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise, as a player, you just do what you can get away you with. Just, you know? just keep doing it, which, you know, compete. That's, that's what I would right. do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just call one of them. So that, cause I mean, one of them was insane, like absurd, like Fleming tackling. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Bulls had some really obvious one where he hooked him on the inside move. And it's like, yeah, that's not blocking. Yeah. Um, that was awful. But, uh, but, so, but Taylor was inches away of like, he had a couple of splash plays where everyone goes, Oh, Taylor would have had a Taylor had a great game if he comes down with those two. And he, he had some nice rushes around the arc, which like, forced Wilson up like he was doing a good job on the left it's just rushing from the left they really wanted that guy to be the like pocket depth setter you know yeah that's the other thing we have to remember is like they're rushing Russell Wilson so it's not a normal rush plan right they're 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 not rushing a guy who they know is going to stay in the pocket and try to continue to read things out like most would and then they can, you know, rush their angles accordingly, right? So, like Clint Hurt said, like, you know, we have to contain him a little bit. We want to flush him, we want to flush him, but we also want to contain him, like, not give certain rush lanes. Um, I thought the interior group, shell, I mean, they were sneaky, like, impactful, like, showing up. Like, Quentin Jefferson had, like, three, like, side swipe into swim moves, like, just yep. kind of he show at his best. Shelby Harris um, had some really good bull rushes. He affected russ on one of his deep throws i think he even affected him on the one where affected him on a couple of them actually but then one of them one of the two that i'm thinking of was the one where Diggs dropped the interception i think that russ couldn't get his whole body into it the way he wanted to because his platform was being rushed into by shelby um so shelby was an impact player i mean he he's giving them what they need i think yeah big time guy um the defensive line as well there was definitely a thing of staying central like trying to be Clint Hurt called it the forest through the trees like seeing that for Russ like they were trying to clog that middle up like the passing lanes uh because obviously Russ can't see over them um that I think I saw that really going on and yeah obviously Shelby Harris was on the injury reports there of a back thing and he, the play he got hurt on was the goal line stop we haven't even talked about the goal line stops but that that was just impressive football from people but uh yeah that Ty, have we done a, a bad job of explaining anything? Is there anything you want to know from the film? Oh, right, Cody Barton. Cody Barton. We had a, and we had a, we had a question about Cody Barton. People wanted to know about Cody Barton. Cody was fine, so he wasn't actually challenged a lot. Like he kind of did his job, but then he made those impact plays, you know, on the screen, right, where he recognized it. Um, and he, made I mean, his he tackles. Didn't get, didn't miss a tackle. He didn't played, get lost. He was doing things right. So, like this, the type of things where, given enough chances, his 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 process from the Lions game and the Cardinals game last year, where he was really good, is going to continue to project forward. Jordan Brooks was a monster. I mean, in coverage, he was doing absurd things. On like he was covering a stick nod, um, didn't fall for it. Was able to stay in the hip pocket of the. Uh, the tight end and then Russ scrambles so he has to cover him even longer. He's covering him like 30 yards downfield. They need another one, an absurd play on Judy. That was the one where Russ scrambles. Cody Barton is a zone dropper, so he's not man turning with the he's a curl. He's not, I don't think he's playing a vertical hook, just a straight curl and cover two. And that's the one where the receiver just like runs like a semicircle 
like a half circle and just turns around and Russ like spins in the pocket and hits him. Um, so like that was pure scramble drill, but on that play, it's three by one. And if you know, and that's an important note because it's three by one and they're giving Jordan Brooks all of number three, meaning you are closing off the middle of the field and we're in cover six, I think. Right. And it was cover two. To, no, it was, yeah, it was cover two to the weak side. So they're saying, right. Cover six, right. We're going to double the weak side corner the the weak side receiver, because we don't want to give Russ a one-on-one look on the outside. If it's a vertical, that means if we want to remain in too high, you have to have someone closing up the middle of the field. That means we're asking our 245 pound linebacker to do it. And they're willing to do that when there's speed at three, not even a tight end. When there's Jerry Judy in there, he presses vertical, runs as fast as he can upfield. Jordan stays on top of him, but doesn't panic and overrun it because of potential inbreak. Sure enough, Judy drops his hips. Jordan drops his and then is able to collision with him a little bit and then stay under stay on him and be able to undercut a potential dig route and then continues to cover him all the way until he gets to that same weak side safety when they get into the scramble drill. So he stayed on Jerry Judy for four and a half seconds. I timed it. Just an absurd play. And that's not just even though they gave up a completion outside of that, that means that that gives them so much more flexibility in the too high world. You can you can when you have a mic that can cover you can double who you want. You can distribute resources how you want. You're not just locked into having to have that weak safety poach yeah. uh, front side. So it just gives you more options. And it's because yeah. Brooks is, for my money, elite. Well, and it's about eliminating explosive plays, right? Like, they just, yeah. you're not going to give up a big play if, you, if that guy can do that job. Because that's the hardest role in the defense, which generally the hardest role in the defense is the one which will lead to explosives.